0: JJ, we need promos for Surf Guitar the Musical. Call Frankie Avalon. Call Mike Love. Ooh, but whatever you do, don't call Ryan Adams. He's still pissed at Vinnie for the AMAs last year. Why? Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, Vinny thanked him profusely for Summer of 69.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and can't stop this thing we started. Surf Guitar, the musical. Original Broadway cast recording by Surf Asylum recording artist Beachfront Vinny. Streaming on all major music platforms June 24th, 2022. Produced by J.J. Hefner.
0: Do you see that sign over there? Now that sign says spaghetti. No, 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 I'm just kidding. It says subscribe. Would you do me a favor and click that for me once? Yeah, thank you. Now remember, you're all a big part of the podcast, so the more you like subscribe and comment, the better Vinny is. They're giving me the sign, and it says we're gonna go on in 10 seconds, so get ready to have a good podcast. All right, here we go. It's exciting, isn't it? I'm on tape from Long Island, the Larry Sanders Show Podcast. Tonight, episode one, directed by Ken Wapis, written by Peter Tolan, guest starring Robert Hayes, and me, tough guy, Mike McGee. And now, uh, because Judd Apatow was unsuccessful in court trying to stop this podcast, Beach Front finish.
1: <laughs> so much of that medicinal oil. Well, thank you for joining us. The first episode of the Larry Sanders Show podcast, a program that Simon Cowell recently remarked makes tribute bands seem authentically original. Today's episode. The Garden Weasel originally aired on HBO on August 15th, 1992, and I was only 13 years and four days old at the time. And if you're doing the math, I'm only 27 at the time of this broadcast. (laughs) Full disclosure, I stole that joke from Billy Crystal. He did a variation of it in 700 Sundays. As of the date of this broadcast, 700 Sundays, and The Larry Sanders Show, both are available. On HBO Max, Billy Crystal and Gary Shandling were friends. Gary Shandling, of course, who played Larry Sanders, had Billy Crystal on the show, and we will talk about that in a later episode. Staying with the idea of full disclosure, I also did not watch the original airing of the Larry Sanders show when it came out in the 90s. Yeah, Well, I was too young at 13 years old to appreciate the sophistication of the writing and comedy that we are going to analyze and enjoy together on this podcast. I did discover The Larry Sanders Show only recently. It was really after I watched Judd Apatow's brilliant, life-changing two-part series, The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling*. It changed my life, and I do not say this lightly. I'm so appreciative of what Judd Apatow shared with us in that two-part series. It really hit home with me. I didn't know much about Gary Shandling at all. So to see what he was able to do with The Larry Sanders Show. And then, being able to watch it all six seasons on HBO Max, right after I saw the documentary, it was just an amazing experience. In fact, if you're listening to this podcast and you have no idea who Gary Shandling is or you haven't seen The Larry Sanders Show, I recommend first watching The Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling. It's a two-part series available on HBO Max as of the date of this broadcast. And then you could follow that up with a binge watch of all six seasons of The Larry Sanders Show. And then if you really want to get into things, you could find your way into that, uh, that DVD commentary for the anniversary show that I still haven't seen. Anyway, back to The Larry Sanders Show. Interestingly, uh, enough, the Larry Sanders show each episode contains a special thanks to Roy London. Uh, you know i I did some research on this because Roy London died in the early nineties. Roy London was gary shandling 's acting coach, and in an interview that is currently available on YouTube with the Archive of American Television, Gary Shanling explained quote. Roy London taught me everything about art and organic acting, being, writing, more than I ever learned from anybody. Gary later said that London would ask during acting class, quote, do you have the courage to discover something new about yourself while the camera's rolling and absorb what that really means? How willing are you to, in that scene, actually discover something new about yourself that would normally be in private. Gary also confessed in that same interview that Roy London was his mentor. So for me, Beachfront Vinny, with that in mind, each episode of the Larry Sanders Show podcast will contain the following. With special thanks to my mentor, my guitar teacher, who taught me all that I ever needed to know, Dick Dale the king of the surf guitar. This is the theme to Gary show, the opening theme to Gary's show. This is the music that you hear as you watch the credits. We're almost to the part where I begin to twang. Then we'll surf, it's Gary Shanling Show. Okay, episode one, The Garden Weasel. The show starts off with what appears to be some loose monologue from Gary Shandling, who plays Larry Sanders, with a somewhat heavier frame than we last saw him on It's Gary Shandling's show. Now that show, I do recall watching growing up because it was available on Fox in the late 80s and early 90s. That show featured Shandling speaking directly to the audience and was groundbreaking at the time as well. It was also somewhat family-friendly. They did allow it to be aired on Fox. And I remember watching the silly, skinny Jewish guy talking directly into the camera on It's Gary Shanling show. The song you just heard was the theme from that show, performed by yours truly, yes, off of uh, Beachfront Vinny's surfing the TV EP available for streaming everywhere. <clears throat> shameless plug. Anyway, that was a little, now, shameless plug was definitely like, uh, hey now, uh, Hank Kingsley plugging his restaurant, right? <laughs> so, getting back to this uh, episode and the Sanders show in general, Shanling's face does look a little fuller. Billy Crystal will tease him about that in a later episode during a commercial break. But this is curious to me because Gary Shandling was a very smart, sophisticated, and calculated artist. I have a hard time believing that Shandling did not deliberately place Sanders as being just somewhat slightly heavier for comedic effect. Indeed, Larry Sanders often laments on the show in front of the other characters about how fat he is. So... Uh, and about how fat his ass is, I mean, that's a, that's a reoccurring joke throughout uh, all six seasons. And just to show you how old this show really is, the monologue in the first episode references Bill Clinton's appearance on the Arsenio Hall show playing the saxophone. So episode one's monologue ends with Sanders announcing three celebrities as upcoming guests. They are Harrison Ford, Shirley Jones, and Jody Watley. Now, I I want to discuss this for a second because neither Ford, Jones, nor Watley will ever actually appear physically on the Larry Sanders show. We, the audience, we're just left to assume that they appeared off camera, right? And I think this is a brilliant form of writing. Because, hey, if you can't book Harrison Ford, just tell people that you did, right? (laughs) It it Also, I think it lends some authenticity to Gary Shandling's alter ego, Larry Sanders. It makes him seem more real. After the monologue ends, the form switches from stationary video to handheld film camera work. So as to make it look like the characters are now behind the scenes, of this uh, fictional talk show. That may not seem like very much in the year 2021 or beyond whenever you're listening to this podcast, but believe me, nobody was doing that kind of thing in 1992. It was groundbreaking at the time. So we now see Larry walking again behind the scenes with his producer Artie played by the late great Rip Torn they stopped to discuss Shirley Jones' appearance on the show with Paula, played by a young uh, Gian Garofalo. Now, in 2021, Artie's commentary about Jones' uh, short skirt or thighs or boots all being made in front of his female employee, that would probably result in some problems, maybe even a cancellation. So, when watching the Larry Sanders show now, one must remember that the 90s were a different time and place for comedy. But the threesome are then joined by Larry's assistant, Beverly, played by the beautiful Penny Johnson. And uh, Larry harasses her to find out whether or not she watched the show. And uh, if so, what, what was her favorite part? Knowing the depth of his neuroses, Beverly assures Larry that the monologue was her favorite part. On the Larry Sanders Show, the antagonists are represented by the network. Those are the bad guys, you know, and they're the ones that air the program. The network president is Sheldon, played by James Karen, who you might remember as Charlie Sheen's distrusting boss from Oliver Stone's 1987 film, Wall Street. Perhaps the second most visible representative of the network, at least in this episode, is Melanie Parrish, the newly appointed vice president of programming in charge of late-night programming, and of course, in charge of the Larry Sanders show. Uh, She is attractive. She's played by Deborah May, and Larry is attracted to her. During the initial meeting, uh, Melanie Parrish says something that would also... (laughs) probably result in a cancellation. Um, There's some inappropriate sexual commentary about how the Larry Sanders show was, quote, getting kicked in the balls, end quote, ratings-wise. So in an effort to sway Larry into doing an on-air promo for the Garden Weasel, Melanie inappropriately reminds Sanders of his obligation to do everything possible to keep the advertisers happy, quote, other than giving free hand jobs, end quote. Now, Larry Sanders is a big star and he doesn't want to do something hokey like a live commercial on his talk show for the Garden Weasel. So he matches Melanie's uh, sexual commentary himself about the advertisers, quote, I just think they would respond more to the hand jobs, end quote. So. And Larry goes on to say how he doesn't think the commercials would mesh with his style. He felt it was beneath him, that it was tacky, and something a big star like him shouldn't commit to. So therefore, Artie offers up the uh, sidekick, Hank Kingsley, played by Jeffrey Tambor. The network rejects it, believing that Hank was too overexposed in the market, joking uh, about uh, the, the Jolly Green Giant stint that he recently uh, had. This is an obvious knockoff on Ed McMahon, by the way. Johnny Carson's announcer and sidekick, who was often accused of overexposure like that. He did Star Search, the Jerry Lewis telethons, that millionaire sweepstakes with his face on the mailings, the freecreditreport.com, cash for gold. Anyway, Larry laments, just like I did, the request uh, to do that that live commercial at home with uh, his current wife. Jeannie Sanders, played by the very beautiful Megan Gallagher. Now, at home, we see Larry making jokes about his dog not acting like a dog, and then you see the dog jumping up and down. <laughs> but throughout his entire life, you know, Gary Shanling was never married. And uh, you know how people are when they don't get married, or the people that get married and don't have kids. What do they do? Everything's about the pets, right? Well, Gary was always about his dog. <laughs> he always had jokes about his... His dog. I've seen footage of him doing dog jokes from the earliest points of his uh, stand-up career in that uh, Zen Diaries. Back at the office, though, Hank's assistant, Darlene, played by Shanling's then-drop-dead gorgeous live-in girlfriend, uh, Linda, announces Hank to Larry, which, of course, puts Larry off. Before his appearance, though, that, that night, Robert Hayes, you'll remember him from Airplane, is backstage goofing off pretending to be hurt in front of Paula. And then uh, when he says he's just kidding, hey, I was in Airplane too. I believe is the the comment that he makes to to Paula. On the actual show, though, Larry asks about an earlier injury that almost cost him that guest appearance. Whether or not it was a parody of a parody or just a part of the story is anyone's guess. But when Larry gets gets around to doing that uh, Garden Weasel commercial, he doesn't read straight from the copy. And this angers Melanie Parrish, because she thinks he's making fun of it. Larry does it again in a second commercial, and then gets into a confrontation with Melanie Parrish. Now, I think this is also another brilliant form of writing, because you don't actually see the fist fight. They cut to Larry in makeup, and he's got a black eye. But right before that, he had just asked Melanie, quote, how many times have you slept... With Sheldon, and quote, in response to her question about how many times he had been married. Although he initially denied uh, it to his makeup artist, Larry Sanders admits that he was hit by a girl. That just about does it for today's broadcast of the Larry Sanders Show podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on social media. We love hearing from you via email. So please write to us at Larry Sanders Podcast at gmail.com. See you in the next episode. Thank you. And you may now flip. Hey, now. Yo, Beachfront Vinny here Hawaiian Halloween EP Six tracks of glory Three comedy Three music I can add Hawaiian Halloween EP Available for streaming everywhere Spotify iTunes YouTube Amazon Music Napster Deezer iHeartRadio Wherever you get your music Hawaiian Halloween EP by Beachfront Vinny.
0: <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Mike Tough Guy McGee from the Larry Sanders Show Podcast. Would you like to be a part of our program? Well, now you can. All you have to do is send an email to Larry Sanders Podcast at gmail.com Not Larry Sanders Show Podcast at gmail.com I didn't say that I said Larry Sanders Podcast at gmail.com